Working Interferences is intended for mature audiences. Since the hosts never grew up, someone needs to be the adult. I think it's time to blow this scene, get everybody in the stuff together. Okay, three, two, one, it's jammed. Welcome to Working Interferences with Josh and Lance. The dental advice podcast for the average dentist. Here is Josh and Lance. Raz, what is up? Welcome to the Working Interferences Podcast, a dental advice show. I am Joshua Austin. And I am Lance Timmerman. Lance, you've had some stuff going on, huh? It's been a busy weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me about it. What's what's well, happening? <laughs> I, I heard there was some shit that hit the fan. Yeah. So Holly famously likes to give me shit that anytime I go out of town, things hit the fan and it's up to her to manage and handle and deal. She's and not wrong. She's not wrong. And... It's, but that's not my fault. She's just not wrong. Yeah. It's not like you planned it. No, no, really did not. And, um, and what sucks is if, if there's a time difference. So this time I was, um, went to the Galler course in Raleigh, North Carolina, and fantastic time and everything. Although I'll admit I drank a lot of coffee because I was, that, that morning oh, hits you oh, really quick. Yeah, a little jet laggy. Oh my God. I'm, I'm waking up at 3.30 my time. <laughs> to be there on time and, yep. and all. Uh, good program, well put together. Anybody gets a chance to go, they should go. Well, she, the weekend before that, Bianca and I had done some chores. It was kind of like, hey, mom's out of town. Holly did a little girls yeah. weekend. And so, hey, let's let's be nice and let's actually like do the dishes and sure. clean the house and vacuum and all this good kind plan. of stuff. And the next day, Bianca was kind of saying, you know, it kind of hurts. Uh, if my, my shoulder hurts. Ooh. I'm like, Okay, well, I don't remember lifting anything, but I did buy her an electric blanket. So maybe she was stretching to put the sheets on and all that kind of. <laughs> and so she goes, Dad, I'm, am I really that out of shape that me just doing chores is going to hurt? And I'm like, eh, I am. <laughs> so, no comment. <laughs> and then I get a text from her uh, the next day, like at 4 a.m., saying, I, I'm in a lot of pain. And I'm like, you are really out of shape. What is wrong with you? So I'm like, later that day, she talks to me. Or I come home from, from work. It's Monday. And she's just kind of saying, you know, kind of describing it. And it really sounded like a strained intercostal. And I said, look, if it's still continuing or, you know, mm -hmm. tomorrow, then no, you need to see a professional. So on Tuesday, she said she was feeling a little bit better. Good enough that she could go visit her boyfriend and, and hang out and everything. And I was leaving town the very next day. So as I'm heading to the airport, I get a message from her saying that she's, you know, at work and in pain. And I said, okay, you need to go to urgent care as soon as you can. You know, you're almost done with your work shift. Just go. And um, so she ends up going. Let me see if I can even remember the timing of this all. I just remember... Waking up at 2 a.m. to a text uh, just kind of from Holly saying that she went to urgent care. And now she's in the hospital. Now Holly's not allowed in the back that she's, you know, being admitted and she's not allowed to see her. And I'm like, and you're in rally at this I'm point. In, yeah. I'm like, at first I had to reread it to, to find, make sure. Is she really, who's she talking about? Who's, who's yeah. in the because I was thinking my mom's in the hospital, but wait a minute, my, we were yeah. talking about my mom. Yeah, it can't it can't be your young no, daughter? My nineteen year old daughter should be relatively 
Yeah. Yeah. So I finally get a hold of her. Uh, yeah, she had a blood clot and oh she, God. it was in her lungs and there's been some lung damage. They're testing to see if she had any heart damage. And I'm sitting there thinking, uh, what the fuck? Is this the, a side effect of, you know, the Rona uh, vaccine or where this come from? And, you know, so then she says, oh, well, I, I did change medications and uh, they did say it's a, a blood clots were a side effect. I'm like, um, was anybody uh, going to tell me that there was this was a side effect? And, and <laughs> like, I could at least warn you of what that means. Because she says, by the time I get home, she says, yeah, it seems like everybody else is a lot more concerned than me, but I'm not all that concerned. I'm like, because you have no idea what the fuck is going on. I said, I'd even text her. Well, I said, did, you, uh, did they ever use the term pulmonary embolism? And they're like, oh, it doesn't sound familiar. But then when they got their discharge papers and looked it up, they're like, oh, yeah, it's right it there. there. I'm like, yeah, fuck. It is kind of the family business. The Timmerman family business does seem to be blood it, clots. Something, yeah, yeah. <laughs> The heart and, and now so she's a, we're on competing blood thinners. I'm like, hey, look, you're on the I'm on a I took Zarelto oh, too. <laughs> so how long are we thinking that this is going to be a thing that she's on? Are we talking months? Are we talking yeah, six months? Lifetime years? Six months for sure. And then they'll she's okay. been referred to a different specialist to determine some things. And um she's already changing other medications that we now get to Google the shit out of medications. But I just like how many, how many times do you see a med and it, it gives all these uh-huh. crazy side effects that are like, all right, the chances of this ever fucking happening or right. nothing. But it was like, I, so I, you know, I don't know as if I would dissuade, I don't know if I would stop taking a medication just because there was a risk of a blood clot. If it was like, what's the real risk mm-hmm. here? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's always a question. It was like, so is this just like bad luck where she just happens to be one of those one in a hundred or one in 500 people that got this? Or is this like a, a med that's just like a menace to society? You know, it's, it was one that her physician went, yeah, that's weird. Cause you you took this before and nothing happened. So, huh? Yeah. Weird. Let's do this instead. It seems like if there, there should have been a better way to screen for, you know, after two weeks, do you do a yeah. blood draw and, and check and see what's going on? Uh, we don't want to wait for that massive heart attack to say, oh, oh, the Widowmaker. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's true. But if it's like, if it's one in a thousand or one in 2000, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't know, like that's such a hard thing. Yeah. So it's like, it. Re- the problem is, is like, because of society being as litigious mm-hmm. as it is and every side effect being listed, that's made us tune out to like, what are real fucking right. risks? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because it's like you just hear all this shit, and it's like, well, I don't know. Like if you, if you just thought about all that shit all the time, you would just be so paralyzed by fear you would never do exactly. anything. Yep. You know. So I, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. It's funny. Um, you you mentioned going to the Galler course. Mm-hmm. Um, Detola went as well a few weeks ago, and I got a, a text from him this week asking me if I use the AACA, the American Academy of Clear Aligners, if I use their consent form. Mm-hmm. And I do, I'm a member, so I just, for every Invisalign start I have, I download that consent form from their website and Uh sign it. And he was saying that consent form for the AACA consent form for aligners is longer and more detailed than the consent form that he signed when he had his labrum repaired, like surgically under general anesthesia. (laughs) (laughs) Uh So it's like, you know, we're so used to just like, we get these forms, we get these consent forms, we get these these side effects lists. And it's just like, like, look at... 
it's also medical legally written that you just tune out. You know, you don't even look at it. It's the end user license agreement, the EULA. At the end of your, yeah. you updated your iPhone, you're not reading that shit. You just say, I accept. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, I, I, I would be hesitant to put blame on her for like not doing her due diligence because. No. It's, I just wonder, you know what I mean? Like, was was it in- inevitable? This is what we do. We just wait for the clot, or is there a test that she should have done? Yeah, I, I don't know. That's see, that's what's hard to know now, just because everything has just gone down this fucking rabbit hole of like the commercial for Claritin lists fifty seven things that that people have reported or whatever, and so uh-huh. it's just you know you just you just fucking tune it out. You know what's funny is like we tune out all those risks. We tune out the risks of. Uh, getting behind a the driver's seat of a of a vehicle mm-hmm. of, of operating a motor vehicle of you know all those like normal daily things mm-hmm. and yet we cannot like close our mind or close our eyes and turn our our minds away from the risks of covid right, right? like we're just fucking buried <laughs> in that risk uh-huh. right but like everything else is like what like four hour penis erections fuck that that'll yeah. never happen you yeah. know like and, and next thing you know so it's lucky. like all right well i don't <laughs> maybe those are the same odds of you getting covid and getting those those uh, four hour erection from viagra so i don't know it, it's one of those things like it could have just been shit luck you know what i mean could just been yeah. shit luck shit luck happens yeah. you know and 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 hopefully this is something that she heals from and and sorry you had to deal with that there's nothing worse than being helpless when you're yeah. you know an entire continental United States away from home when stuff like that's going down. That's a real shitty feel, hopeless yeah. feeling, helpless, hopeless yeah. feeling uh-huh. uh, for sure. Um, so you enjoyed gallery. I did. It was, it was really fun. Again, I got to run into somebody who uh, is a listener and uh, you always <laughs> run into, li- I never run into listeners. Shout out to uh, Chris Port uh, there in uh, Charlotte, I believe. What's um, up, buddy? Yeah. In fact, he was a few episodes behind and, and actually so were we. And so he was listening. Yeah. He was literally listening to the episode where I said, yeah, I'm going to go to Galler in a few weeks. And then nice. he walks in and there I am. There you are. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, I remember when I sat down at that course, it's called re-engage mm-hmm. quote unquote, the course that changes everything. And I bruised the back of my eyes because I rolled my eyes so hard. Like, Oh, uh, I've, I've been so oversold that bullshit before. Right. Yeah. Like, this course will make you $150,000. It's like, you should bill $26 for an occlusal equilibration every time you adjust right. or some stupid bullshit yeah. like that. Within the first 30 or 45 minutes, I was like, holy fuck, this changes everything. I know nothing right. about, about ortho or Invisalign. Fuck. Yeah, it was, so it, it definitely it, got me thinking, because I was one of those assholes that a few years ago, I was doing Invisalign, a few, 10, 15 years ago, doing Invisalign. And then they decided that everybody had to recertify and uh, you had to have a certain number of, of cases per year or they're just going to kick you out. So like the asshole. Yeah, I don't think they do that anymore. <laughs> well, like the asshole that I am, I said, you know, fuck you. And I went and got trained to six months miles yeah. and hadn't done an Invisalign since. And uh, and then six months miles started doing their own aligner version. And it just it just yeah. isn't the same. And so no. the, I clinchex way better the the galler engine is is amazing and just the plastic oh yeah, the is better and more predictable and so so yeah. yeah i had to spend my lunch hour recertifying today to make sure i'm, I'm t- totally current and and ready to go but i contacted my marketing guy and said okay the message is 100% invisalign we're 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 promoting yeah. this the, like whatever everybody's going to know how quickly into day 1 in the morning and keep in mind, this class is being held like at the Align facility in Raleigh-Durham. Right. 
How quickly in morning one did he say fuck in the lecture? <laughs> Faster than me, which is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> like within the, within the oh, first yeah. half yeah, hour, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I've said fuck on stage at a, at a lecture one uh-huh. time, and that was at VOD last year. <laughs> it's like the only place I would ever say it. Uh-huh. He said it literally 64 oh, yeah. times in two days in the Align facility, Easily. which is just like fucking balls of steel. <laughs> balls of steel. <laughs> yeah. Um. He's a good dude, um, and he is um, obviously very talented at Invisalign, and, and I, I feel fortunate to have taken that class because I was basically a zero uh-huh. provider before. Yeah. Now, I took it in April, and I am now like three cases to gold. Nice. So, um, yeah, he's he's just unbelievable. So, And, and I still use a lot. Um, shouts out. Uh, when you join AACA, you uh, there's one of the features that's called the ClinCheck Cowgirls, and there's one of those Dr. Ranta who I use for tough clinchecks. I will it's you pay her 150 bucks. She basically does the clincheck for you and then sends you a video like explaining why she did what she did so you get to learn something oh, wow. from it. And then you just like click submit. And so I've probably done that about four times on like tough okay. cases where I looked down, I was like, fuck, I don't know what to do here. Nice. Um and 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 it's always worked out well. So I, I highly recommend that. You have to be a member of AACA to do it. It's co- <laughs> it costs 150 bucks. You basically just create a login for her on yeah. your on your ClinCheck, and then you give you just tell her like what the patient number is, whatever. She'll log okay. in. She'll do all the changes and That's all awesome. that. And yeah, um, I joined AACA uh, on my phone while Galler was listening. To, yeah, yeah, while there. <laughs> yeah. I did too. You kind of have yeah. to because because that's the only way to get the Galler engine is you got to be an AACA uh-huh. member. But it, it ends up paying for itself pretty yeah. quickly with the discounts on on like the discs for the Ghost IPR system, on your discounts for Munchies, uh-huh. on your discounts for Quick Strips, and all that all that bullshit that like you're going to yeah. buy because you went to that course. Like the um, the AACA will you you'll pay for it like just in the initial purchasing of that nice. stuff generally. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, it's it's a it's a great class. What what do you, are you doing anything uh, for Thanksgiving? <laughs> it's been a big debate, and uh, it changes by the hour. Um, yeah. So, you know, my folks are basically shut ins at this point, and um, at one point we were they were just going to order a bucket of chicken from Kentucky Fried and, and hang out, but uh. <laughs> So we, we decided not, we overruled that we're taking everything we were going to do here. And, and in fact, I was at Safeway buying all the stuff uh, and I had to leave just a little bit early so we could be doing this. So we're going to be taking it all to the folks so that they're not just sitting around staring at the football games and eating KFC. And, uh, we're, we're taking all of our friends (laughs) that were going to come over here. They're going there now. Okay. All right. Well, good. Good. Hopefully, you can do better than KFC. Uh, we should be able to. Yeah, I know that. Uh, I know that Thanksgiving is not your favorite holiday. Not um, my favorite, but uh, I've had some good holidays more recently. <laughs> good. That's that's good to hear. The Seahawks are not Thank playing God. on on Thanksgiving. Is that right? They All right. Good. Not. Jesus. Uh, Lance, this is wait, an wait, advice wait, show. What are you doing for Thanksgiving? What am I doing? Uh, typical family yeah. shit. Um, Andrew's family came in today. And then uh, I'm working stupidly tomorrow's Wednesday. I'm working a half okay, day tomorrow, somewhere. like a yeah, dumbass. I I, I'm like, <laughs> wait, the day, the day is still open. Who who left this open? God damn it! Uh, it it always sounds like a good idea when I was like, yeah, I put some high production there to yeah. be fine. And then like as we get to the week, I'm like, fuck, why did I decide to do yeah. that? Um, and they all cancel on you anyway. The it, high production's gone. Yeah, it'll it's, be fine. It'll yeah. be fine. Um, 
And then my my sister will 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 cook um, she, most of the stuff. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It turns out good, and and like fry the turkey and all that all that bullshit. Um, and then we get uh, we have the all the dessert, all the pies are catered by our friends uh, Nacho and Susana at Delice Chocolatier and Bakery. Nice. So I got to go pick those bad boys up tomorrow, which is is one of my favorite things to do because um, they just their pies are just unbelievable. And so it's like we used to Andrew and I used to bake the pies, and it's just like <laughs> why it's like setting your own denture <laughs> teeth. <laughs> yeah. Like at the end of the day, it's shittier and it's taking a bunch uh-huh. of time and the fucking office is now uh-huh. a mess and, and it would have like, I, yeah, it just ends up better. Absolutely. And so it's like, this is, this is basically the, the, the culinary version of that. Gotcha. If they weren't so damn good at their pies, then I, I would have no problem like making a pumpkin sure. pie or making a pecan pie or whatever. Yeah. But it's not only those, like the traditional ones, they also do this banana dulce de leche oh. pie. That's, oh my fucking god lance is literally the best goddamn thing i've ever eaten in my life so it's like so that there's some non-traditional stuff as well and so we usually order like five or six pies mm-hmm. from them and um you know it's just a, a pie bukkake <laughs> a cream pie of pies nice you have me a bukkake <laughs> Uh, this isn't my show. We answer your questions. We answer questions we find in all those neat little dental Facebook groups. We answer questions from Reddit. Reddit. We answer questions tonight from something called WikiHow. Uh, we strive to help dentists and dental team members with our own <laughs> unique brand of advice. So please, we need your questions. They are the sustenance we crave. You can submit your questions to workinginterferences at gmail.com. And we don't want just any question do we lance. Fuck no. We don't want a bunch of boring questions like, what's the best Thanksgiving dish? Because we all know that that sliced cranberry jello from the can is the greatest Thanksgiving dish of all time. We went to questions that Gordon Christensen cannot answer. I will guarantee you that Gordon likes that shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, like, sliced can stuff. Of course. That is, like, his fucking... I can... <laughs> I, I know. That is, like, old man heaven. That uh-huh. bullshit. Uh-huh. Um, all right. So, question one is from a website called the WikiHow. And so, how I found WikiHow was... Um, you know, our favorite podcast, My Brother, My Brother, and Me, uh-huh. they used to get questions from Yahoo Answers, uh-huh. but Yahoo Answers shut down, so okay. they have had to find places from other, or other find things from other websites, and so one of the ones that they've been doing stuff from was a website called WikiHow, and so I went to look on it to see if there's anything dental, and I found this just beautiful article entitled, How to Heal Dental Cavities Naturally. <laughs> Okay. So I thought we could go through this and comment. Okay. Method one, get more vitamin D. Long known to be de- beneficial for general bone health, vitamin D boosts your calcium metabolism and helps your body produce calithicidin, which is an antimicrobial peptide that attacks bacteria known to cause dental cavities. Vitamin D is fat soluble and that is not easily uh, available through your diet, although fatty fish like salmon, mackerel, and tuna. Uh, isn't mackerel a wrapper from Seattle? <laughs> uh huh. What's that guy's name? Macklemore. Macle Macklemore. <laughs> he's he's trying to get some vitamin uh-huh. D. Um, are an excellent source of the vitamin. Instead, get plenty of sunshine. That you can't wear sunscreen. It's still metabolized vitamin D. So limit your time to a maximum fifteen to thirty minutes a session during the winter months when sun exposure may be less available to you. You can also take vitamin D supplements. How do you feel about vitamin D to heal cavities, Lance? Oh, well, I think it's full bullshit. So, so, uh, that's a big no for me, Bob. 
I, I've got a vitamin D that that might heal some cavities, <laughs> and it's not anything you get. I like to fill some cavities the with sun. the big D with vitamin yeah. D. That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna start calling it. I'm gonna get a fucking tattoo. It's like uh, just across my dick that just says vitamin D. <laughs> Um, consume more foods that contain vitamin K2. Vitamin K2 is a naturally occurring compound similar to vitamin K that is integral in developing in development of facial bones, including your teeth. Since when are teeth bones? That's what is that a new thing? <laughs> I keep hearing people saying that they're 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 bones, and I'm like, never. No, they're not. As it is generally lacking in modern diets, making a concerted effort to increase your intake may help your cavities heal naturally. Vitamin K2 is naturally found in fermented foods. And other animal products such as animal innards, especially crab and lobster. Oh God! Skate liver oil or bone marrow. Out of those three, the only one that is like even halfway appetizing is bone marrow, and that's not even for everybody. Right? And that's like like osopuco is like one of those like yeah, that's not an everyday thing. Right? We're not eating that all the time. No. Um, when done well, love it. Yeah. So be sure to eat those crab innards, Lance. <laughs> I like it. I'm Maybe like, that's what the problem is. I need some crab innards like, on my crackers be, and toast. Wouldn't it be crazy if that's like, and just no one ever eats it, so we've just never figured it out. Three, hmm. try fermented cod liver oil to get those fatty acids. Some studies suggest that cavities occur in part due to lack of fatty vitamins in modern diets. Do they? Um, the fact that this fish oil is fermented rather than distilled means that it's still chock full of vitamins D and A, but, uh, both integral to remineralization of your teeth. I don't think any of that is true. If you can't get or don't want to try fermented cod liver oil, you can add more vitamin A to your diet by eating large amounts of chicken liver or goat cheese or drinking whole milk. Keep in mind that it will take two ounces of liver, 17 ounces of goat cheese, Jesus Christ, <laughs> or two gallons of milk, of whole milk, to equal just one teaspoon of fermented cod liver oil. Likewise, you can add more vitamin D to your diet by eating large amounts of salmon, eggs, and again, drinking whole milk. To equal the amount of vitamin D in one teaspoon of fermented cod liver oil, fermented cod liver oil you'll need to eat 18 ounces of salmon, five dozen eggs, and 21 gallons of whole milk. So even if this works, <laughs> you are now 400 pounds, just FYI. And blown it out your no ass. No cavities. This yeah, no cavities, but you are buying an entirely new fat boy wardrobe. <laughs> Jesus Christ. People are dumb. Uh, uh, number four, consume foods high in calcium. Calcium helps strengthen teeth. So increase your calcium servings. The easiest way to do that is to consume more dairy products like milk, cheese, and yogurt. Calcium can help re- remineralize your teeth. If you, tr- if you can, try eating cheese. <laughs> Cheese helps stimulate saliva, which in turn restores minerals to teeth and washes away remaining food particles. I, I don't disagree with that. And let's be honest, cheese is fucking amazing. So yeah, eat more cheese. Try eating cheese, Lance. I mean, I, I love I love to eat cheese. I'm a big... Yeah, um, I, I've tried eating cheese a lot, Lance. J'aime le fromage, okay? Get it? But I don't do it for my teeth. Uh, number five, use mineralizing toothpaste. 
This sounds good. This sounds promising. This seems more on track. You can buy fluoride-free toothpaste. Like, all right. Well, wait. Okay. <laughs> Just well, fucked it up. There we are. <laughs> Immediately derailed. You can buy fluoride-free toothpaste that can also help remineralize the teeth and make them stronger. Note uh, that these toothpaste may be more expensive than your usual brand. You can also make your own mineralizing toothpaste if you want to save some money. Combine <laughs> four tablespoons of coconut oil, two tablespoons of baking soda, one tablespoon of xylitol, or in a pinch, stevia. 20 drops of peppermint oil and 20 drops of trace minerals or calcium slash magnesium powder. Just, we were good at used mineralizing toothpaste Uh like Prevident 5000. There you go. There you go. That's what we had to, all we had to do is stop there. Here we go. Six, monitor the healing process. When you have a cavity, bacteria and acid will stain your tooth. Variations in color indicates the extent of the damage. A darker color means a larger cavity. When you are working to heal a cavity, check back to see if you notice a change in tooth color. In addition, consider the sensation or pain. (laughs) If the pain seems to be changing from long-lasting throbbing pain to more incidental pain or sensitivity to just hot and cold foods, the cavity may be improving. Or necrotic. How... (laughs) <laughs> However, if the pain intensifies, you should consult your dentist for treatment, which you should have You're fucking done before <laughs> step one. Note any food impaction. When a, tooth, when a tooth fractures, food can get stuck inside the cavity. This creates a wedging effect causing discomfort and sensitivity. In addition, it can greatly impair the healing process. Yeah. Watch for fractures. Depending on the size of your original cavity, your cavity-filled tooth may be significantly weaker than than a normal healthy one. If you're opting not to get dental treatment, be especially aware of this. Um, If you're opting not to get some dental care, you don't deserve your tooth. Yep. Then it goes into method two, which is preventing cavities. And I'm not going to read all these, but step one is brush your teeth. (laughs) Okay. Good start. Mm -hmm. Step two, floss your teeth. Sure. Great start. Sounds good. Step three, use fluoride. Here, fucking here we go. Fluoride in toothpaste and dental rinses replace the calcium component in hydroxyapatite with fluoride, a substance that is resistant to demineralization by acids and therefore helps prevent cavities. Fluoride in toothpaste helps strengthen enamel. Fluoride can also help the process of preventing cavities because it is antimicrobial killing off oral bacteria that are the underlying cause of cavities. Although some research has expressed concern over the use of fluoride, the 2007 National Research Council indicated that fluoride is an essential mineral and is healthy and necessary for tooth and bone structure. You can also use a special toothpaste meant to rebuild enamel, such as squiggle enamel saver toothpaste which with fluoride. I'm not familiar with squiggle. I am unfamiliar with squiggle. That's got to be British, maybe? This sounds British. Jeez. Let's check this out. We got. I got to find out. I got to know where Squiggle is from. Um, Squiggle is Squiggle is a brand. There's Squiggle.com, which would mean that it is a American site. Um, literally a GeoCities type type website. If you go to Squiggle.com, yeah. copyright. Are you 19, at Squiggle.com? 1998 to 2009. Which I think 1998 was the year this website was it built. It looks like it. <laughs> this was like their third grader had a project for computer science class to build a website, and this is the website that they're using for their business. Since 1998, Squiggle has been making the world's best toothpaste. I'm, mm. 
haven't I've yet to hear about I've yet to hear that good news, Lance. Squiggle to soothe and prevent canker sores and mouth ulcers. We are now offering Tooth Builder toothpaste for relief from sensitive teeth. Huh, it's made in the USA. It's uh, vegan and free of gluten, dairy, and soy. I think most toothpaste would be all. I of those. would think. In recent years, Squiggle toothpaste has been judged to be the sixth most popular toothpaste on the internet. That is shooting for the fucking backyard. That's not shooting for the moon. That's not shooting for the stars. That's shooting for uh, Uncle Uncle Dale's woodshed in the backyard. Is what that is shooting for. That those are low goals, Lance. Low goals. Uh, it looks like Squiggle does not have SLS, um, and it does have thirty six percent xylitol. Which I do think will make you shit That's your pants. That is a lot of sugar alcohol. Before you even spit, you're shitting. <laughs> that is that is going to produce some runny stools. Just ten percent. That more is what the leakage. name Squiggle is from. <laughs> yeah, Squiggle is what is the move you're going to make when you need to get to the toilet. Squiggle quickly. is the mark in your underwear after you had this. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that is a wild wow. website. Um. That is. Are you drinking kombucha? I am not. I am uh, favoritos, pina flavor. Is that like a Mexican soda? Yeah. Today is Taco Tuesday, so uh, nice. I picked that up with the tacos. Nice. Um, yeah. So that's Wiki How. Um, oh wow. wait, there, wait. There's still some more. Oh. <laughs> uh, cut back on snacking and sipping. All right. Okay. Sure. Reduce your intakes of carbs and sugar. Yep. Uh, eat only certain fresh fruits. Chew every bite completely. Okay. <laughs> Consider limiting phytic acid. I don't know what I'm this means. Fine. There are some who recommend that you minimize foods that contain phytic acid, such as beans and legumes, on the basis of the idea that phytic acid prevents absorptions of minerals. Phytic acid does bind minerals, but some of those minerals are released by cooking uh, or by soaking the beans and legumes in water prior to cooking and in the acid environment of your stomach. I've literally never heard any of those words used together. No. Take a mineral supplement. Um, again, a mineral supplement is not going to fucking help your mm-hmm. teeth. Get enough vitamin D. Again, I, oh. apart from like, I don't know, maybe if you had horrible rickets, you might get more perio. I don't know. Maybe. Just grow a new follicle. I've never had a patience with rickets. I think you need a follicle. Start with a follicle. Because uh, you're not. <laughs> Drink lots of water, particularly fluoridated water. Okay. Use well, herbs they, to prevent. They, the, one of the first things was make sure you use toothpaste without fluoride. But now they're recommending yeah, yeah. all this fluoride. Yep. Um Use herbs to prevent cavities. Antibacterial herbs can be used to help control the bacteria in your mouth and prevent their growth. Some of the most effective antibacterial herbs include clove, thyme, golden seal, Oregon grape root, and oregano. You can make concentrated teas using any of these herbs or dilute them to use as a mouthwash. You're making your own fucking tea. Come on. Um, Consult your dentist when you have a cavity. See a dentist regularly for checkup and cleanings. Call your dentist emergency number if you have severe symptoms. <laughs> not mine. <laughs> I'm not answering. It's just a 1-900 number. <laughs> hey, lover. Are you calling about that dental emergency? Are you looking for the D? 
for only three ninety nine a minute, you can get all the hot, exotic Legumes. dental advice you need, like getting enough vitamin D or not eating legumes. Um, so that's WikiHow. Kind of a waste of time. I am um, not impressed. Yeah, no, not good. But eighty three percent of readers found that helpful. Really, and and uh, th- this is one of the comments from. Uh, user David King. David King says, eating healthy is awesome. It helps you live longer and gets a better mind. Oh, thanks so much, David. That's great insight. This makes me sad. (laughs) (laughs) Wicka how. Wicka, wicka, wicka. How? Question two. Is that question one? Was that question two? Whatever you're saying. From the subreddit of Ask Dennis, uh, Reddit user Sour Money Tastes Good says, did my dentist do something of poor practice or a money grab? Details below. I had a large root canal booked. To my understanding, the appointment was from 10.20 a.m. to 1 p.m. The dentist gave me gas at a $280 fee because I have a lot of anxiety and the needle for the nerve in the bottom back is extremely painful. I was 20 minutes late before I forgot my credit card and had to turn around, so I got there at 10.40 a.m. I get the needles. It's freaking awful, even with the gas. She explains to me that she has to go slow so that her tool doesn't break in the nerve of the tooth as she is uh, filing it out. She ended up only doing a pulpectomy and booking me to come in again to finish the root canal and then back two weeks later to fit the crown. I will need to have the terrible needles again and pay for gas again, but mostly I'm upset because she's left my tooth open with a filling and one little side wall of tooth on the outside. It's like a crater, but missing parts of my tooth. I'm eating only on the left and being careful, but this just seems like I could be putting my tooth at risk for breaking or getting more infected. I'm not the doctor. It just seems odd, not in my best interest, and a money grab. I respect my dentist and just want my tooth to be healthy. I worked 60 hours, week, 60 hour weeks for five months to save up for this. Dennis, what do you think? Fuck you, you piece of tardy shit. Stay on, be on time. <laughs> You're lucky that they even tried to get you done in a single fucking visit. Yeah. I mean, I honestly, I prefer to, well, half the time it's two visits. When I was doing endo, it was two visit. I wanted to put the calcium hydroxide in there, let the everything calm yep. down, to, you know, let, but it, it may be. Pretty common practice too, by the way. Yeah. I mean, I, I know a lot of dentists that, um, or a lot of endodontists, I'm sorry, that, that really will only do, do two uh-huh. visits. And most endodontists may not do two all the time, but will always do two if there's a necrotic yep. pulp involved. Exactly. So I, I usually wasn't doing single visit, but the, if the conditions were right, I was doing a single visit endo. But you, the fact that, yeah, you were, you're 20 minutes late. You're lucky that you even. No, no, no. They were 40 oh, minutes late, okay. Lance. They were 20 minutes late when they realized they forgot their credit card. That then made them another 20 minutes late. So they were actually 40 minutes yeah, late. Yeah, you're lucky I didn't even see you if you're 40 minutes late. I, I make you rebook just to teach you a lesson or something. I, I just, fuck that. And then to, to think that it's a money grab, yeah, they're going to make so much money on, on charging nitrous a second time. I guarantee you, if they booked it out, they were planning on single visit, they're losing money on it because you have to see yeah, it twice. That's a, yeah, it, it, anytime a dentist takes more than, anytime a GP takes more than one visit on an endo, you probably break even on it, if not lose money versus like if you were using that time to prep a crack. Yeah, so this person's trying to do their best for this patient's, right. and they're shitting on them on the internet. They're getting accused of as... Uh, poor practice and no money grab. Yeah. 
Can you imagine being accused of that after the, like by somebody who's 40 minutes late? Oh, I just lose my shit. Jesus. <laughs> uh, there is a follow-up post. Uh, uh, sorry for the errors. Also, I left the office at 1230 because she said she didn't have enough time to finish. So is it my fault because I was 20 minutes late? No, bro, you were 40 minutes late. I was, this is, and I quote, I was 20 minutes late before I forgot my credit card and had to turn around. So I got there at 1040. Yeah. You, it, yeah. It's not your fault that it's, you, yes, fuck you. You're late. <laughs> no matter what. If I allotted 60 minutes and then you come in, you only give me 45 minutes, then something's, yeah. something's got to give. Right. The other thing is this, like, how many times have you gone into a tooth that, let's say a molar, uh -huh. right, which I'm assuming this okay. was, and you will find one of the canals is necrotic, like just dead as a doornail, and two of the canals are like super hyperemic and inflamed. Yeah. That changes the whole deal because yeah. that tooth tests positive to cold and probably lingering and all that stuff. But then you get in there and now you have a big necrotic canal you've got to deal with as well. And so it's just like, I, there's never like a promise or a guarantee. Like that time is, you know, you just never know, especially in Indo, you never know what you're going to find when you get in there. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and, and she's right. Like you, you do have to go slow. You, you can't, you can't just speed your way through, especially on a necrotic tooth. Mm -hmm through instrumentation, you're going to break a file. You're going to separate a file. You're going to ledge. You're going to perf. You're going to do all that. Yeah. And only bad things happen when you try to rush your way through Absolutely. endo. So don't force somebody to rush their way through endo. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I hate to, I hate to victim blame. I hate to victim blame. I don't want to make, and yeah, like <laughs> they're using the gas to make it easier for you and your phobia. Uh huh. This isn't for her or for the. I, I think they I think said she. she. Yeah. Yeah. Trust me, I fucking hate. This when, isn't for her. I hate when they're on gas. The nose things in my way. I can't see. Yeah, but don't throw that shit back on me. Mm -hmm. Don't don't. That's not. I'm not. I'm not doing this for me. Mm -hmm. We're doing this for you. It's in my way. Like this is. It's a pain in my ass. It adds 15 minutes to get you inducted and get you going. Mm -hmm. And even then, like you know. I, I had somebody on, on Monday that I was doing fills on that was on nitrous. That was like, I thought I was going to be out. Like you, you thought you were going to be out like the, like the operating room. Like, yeah, I thought it was going to be like, pat, like count back from a hundred and be put like, and, and then you think I was going to let you drive home after that. Like well, I thought you could bring it back. Like that's, this is, this like takes the edge off, bro. This isn't yeah. like, this isn't, we're not snorting ketamine in my operatory. <laughs> like <laughs> this is just like, Make it a little bit easier for you, but don't don't fucking throw that on mm -hmm. me. That, that this, this isn't. We're not doing this for me. The, the, the nitrous is for you, mm -hmm. and nitrous isn't free. It's not. It's not like it's in the fucking atmosphere. Right. Like we have to pay for. They don't it. just donate. And, and we tanks. have machines we have to pay yeah. for, and there's disposables involved with it, and it, it, there's there's monitoring and consent forms and certifications and all of that shit. That that shit costs money. Mm -hmm. That shit costs money. And, and and so like, oh, I'm just trying to like bang you on another nitrous fee. Cause that's that like that's what puts fucking food on my right. on my table. Yep. Is that two hundred dollar nitrous fee. Um <laughs> 
that is basically all gone when you account the fact of the machine, the cost of the machinery, the nitrous itself, mm-hmm. the, the time that it takes and the disposables involved. Um, I just don't, like, don't throw that shit on me. Like, this is, yeah. that is to address your problem, not mine. And also, you're the fucking one that needs endo, bro. Mm-hmm. It's not me. I, I didn't do that to your tooth. Yeah. So, again. Probably should have brushed your damn teeth when you were younger. Yeah, I was like, these are all like, these are all fucking. With vitamin D and clove. <laughs> and and uh, what was it, fermented cod liver oil. <laughs> yeah. Fuck the legumes. <laughs> From, I guarantee you, fermented cod liver oil does sound like some shit that like is going to get real popular, like as a after dinner shot or something <laughs> like that. And it's going to come from Seattle. I know like oh, yeah. all that like kombucha fucking comes yep. from Seattle. All like I, I'm pretty sure wheatgrass came from Seattle. Oh, I'm, I'm, like just all. I'll go to Pike Place Market this weekend and see if there's any. There's somebody there that's liver. selling. Yeah, artisan. Mm-hmm. They're like making in their fucking garage, like in a Home Fuck Depot yeah. bucket. Hell yeah! <laughs> and, and this is the, the that shit has Seattle all over it. That is like <laughs> as Seattle as possible. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, let's let's look at let's look at some other posts here on um, what does this sour money taste good? Which is a which <laughs> is a good one. Um, this is your only post ever. Oh, okay. So this is probably a um, probably a burner. Although they did make some comments on a post in mildly interesting. Um, and this, so, uh, in mildly interesting, uh, Reddit user tapioca void says I made a little tower with my vitamins and ADHD meds and I actually balanced a pill on top. Um, and it's just a stack of pills, but there's like a, a capsule that's balanced on its end on top. And our, our guy, or I, I guess person, our person here, sour money tastes good. Just commented dildo question mark. <laughs> um, this is uh, from the subreddit of Ottawa. Somebody asked, which restaurant cafe in Ottawa would you never return to and why? Sour Money Tastes Good says, I worked at the Canal Ritz and they served moldy mold cheese, moldy mold covered cheesecake after they reopened after lockdown. I walked out. Doesn't seem like a very Ritz thing to do. It sounds unritzy. Uh, very unritzy. Putting putting on the Ritz. Um, and then in the suburb of Ottawa, found lost phone. He sour money tastes good. Says, "Is it a smashed white iPhone with a flower case?" So apparently lost mm. a, a smashed white iPhone <laughs> with a, a flower case. Okay. Probably smashed it. Um, on the way when they were late. That's for why they were late. Root canal. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Th- th- this is. I. First things first. Don't be late. Yeah. Don't be forty minutes late. Yeah. That's. And expect to get like amazingly great service because it just and, and but then to accuse them of a money grab is a particularly tough look. Yeah. Ugh. A money grab would be charging a late fee on top of right, and on top and of for uh, 
more endo. Like, oh, because it's an extra endo visit, we charge another. That that would be a money grab. Yeah. But the gas fee? Fuck you. <laughs> uh, do you have an interest in your office? I do. Yeah. And 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 is it... I never love... I Whenever I hear it rolling down the hallway, I'm like, ugh. Yeah. I got it piped through each op, so yeah, nothing's rolling. Oh, nice. But... I fucking hate when they say, oh, they're doing nitrous. Oh, fuck. Yeah, it just adds 15 minutes uh-huh. on everything. Yeah. It adds 15 minutes on everything. And did you, have you ever been on nitrous? Uh-huh. Do you like it? Uh, no. I mean, it's not something I would ever recreationally go for. Yeah, so I was talking to Alan Mead about it, and he was saying that a lot of dentists, a lot of, like, addicts will hit the nitrous pretty hard because it's, like, a quick and easy like somewhat facsimile to a um, like opiate okay. feeling. Um, but I've, I've, I've only ever been on it once. I was in dental school, like on our lab where we put each other on right. it and tried it. And I never felt anything. And I, I was up to 70%. And I, I never really felt... There probably was a leak there because, no, when it's on... Yeah, I mean, I, it, it could have been bullshit. Like, I mean, you know, like this was the first time we had ever done it. Yeah. I. Uh, so something may not have been hooked up right. But I didn't I didn't notice any. I didn't feel any... I didn't feel anything. Yeah, I got the double whammy. In dental school, I volunteered to be the demo boy. So they put me down as they're showing how the thing worked. Sit down, demo boy. <laughs> And then when it was all over with, my Fred's like, hey, well, I got to see how it works. So I got to go back down on it. Apparently, when it was my turn to actually administer, well, Demo Boy didn't watch anybody demo. So he didn't know what the fuck he was doing. Yeah, Demo so Boy was high as shit. Apparently, I broke the regulator and Fred was on like 80% and, and he's foaming at the mouth. And, and the instructor comes over, um, not supposed to do this. And I'm like, I, oh. <laughs> Fred, when he was done, he's like, Hey, you know, on a calendar and it goes from what Thursday to Friday and there's that black line. I was there <laughs> like, okay. That's funny. Um, what was, wasn't that an Avril Lavigne song? Uh, he's just a demo boy. He said, see, ya, write a memo boy. boy. I said, he's good enough for me. Um, yeah. Yeah. That was the B side. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely a beast. What happened to Avril Lavigne? Uh, well, she died and they had a clone take her spot. I have heard that. I have heard <laughs> it's that. Actually, that is a conspiracy theory. Have I you ever heard. watched like the YouTube videos where they explain it? It's kind of <laughs> it's kind of interesting. <laughs> no. I haven't gone down that uh, deep. Bianca was, down the rabbit Bianca hole. was a big fan of, of the whole thing. And so she was trying to explain it to me. And then she founded the YouTube video and made me watch with her. And I'm like, well, okay. I love how they spell skater boy. <laughs> yeah. S K eight R and then uh, the B O I just, yeah. just, you yeah. know, it could be boy B O Y, but no, 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 we've got it. We've got to change it up. Skater boy. Yeah. Did we ever figure out, is this like a, um, you're so vain by, uh, uh, who is that? Carly Simon, Barbara Mandrell, who Carly Simon, um, or like we never knew who the who the person it was written about oh, was, right? Right, right. Do we do we know who the skater boy was? Who was the skater boy? I don't know. And did she actually say "see you later, boy"? I mean, was it had to be one of the Jonas Brothers, right? Weren't they a thing? Okay. Am I mixing my teen things up? You could be, but you might be right. Let's check this out. Who was? 
because it can't be Tony Hawk, right? Who is Skater Boy about? No, that that would be pedophilia. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm pretty sure because Tony Hawk is like 45 and she's like 15. Yeah. All right, th- there is an actual um, Wikipedia entry for Skater Boy. Uh, Skater Boy is a song by Canadian singer-songwriter Avril Lavigne, released as a second single from her debut album Let Go, 2002. Written by Levine and The Matrix, produced by The Matrix, the song is a pop-punk track which lyrically tells a story from the singer's point of view about her rocker boyfriend and a girl he knew in high school who rejected him because he was a skateboarder and she was a snob. Um, all right, so I just got to, Who the fuck was Skater Boy? I got to know. Um, was nominated for a Grammy. Really? Well, Avril Levine was. No, Sk- Skater Boy was nominated for a Grammy for... Best female rock vocal performance. Crazy. Um, I just, who was Skater Boy? That seems like a basic, a basic thing. Let's see here. Um, this is again one of my favorite segments of the show, which is just where we <laughs> start reading Google shit. Um, I guess we don't know. We don't know who Skater Boy was. Oh, oh, this is interesting. Most of Avril's songs from this area were about real-life situation culled from her personal experience. In this song, it is apparent that the skater boy is, in fact, Avril herself. And she has merely swapped the gender to hide the fact that the skater boy experience is hers. That is fucking mind-blowing, Lance. This is like huh. Kennedy-level bullshit right here. <laughs> I feel like, I feel, you know, I, this is like real conspiracy theory stuff. Um... Wow. This is before is she Skater Boy? before she married Chad Kroger. So is he heir to the Kroger grocery store uh, fortune? No, but he's the lead singer Nickelback. Oh, okay. She married the guy from Nickelback? Uh-huh. I think after Are they still married? She, I think she was married or dated the lead singer of some 41 when then that failed. Oh, Jesus she God went Christ. to Chad. This is so 90s. This is, so, <laughs> this is like this is so 1999. Oh my god! I could be wrong. I don't know. <laughs> um, I just love the fact. I love the idea that that Skater Boy is Avril. Yeah. Well, this is uh, my mind is blown. This is not something I expected to learn tonight. Well, we got to find out. Well, any listeners know? Please write in. Let us know. I feel like Clint's going to know something. Yeah. This this feels like Clint like in high school I listening a, to Skater Boy. I have Boy. a feeling Clint knows very well. Yeah. I have a feeling like Clint had like a, a Avril Lavigne poster that he got it at uh, <laughs> fucking Hot Topic or something right. <laughs> <laughs> on his uh-huh. wall. Um, I, it like does she does she? I just would guess she's just she looks like just a normal person now, right? I think so. Yeah. Or do you think she still has like this look, and she's just like forty with this look? Yeah, I don't know. I, I could see her looking. Avril-ish? Oh, no. She look, just looks like... Uh, she kind of looks like a soccer mom with heavy eyeliner. Okay. I mean, you can tell it's Avril, Avril Lavigne, uh-huh. but it's kind of like at the end of Harry Potter where they just like made them look old. <laughs> That's kind of what it looks right. like. It looks like they took Avril Lavigne at 18 uh-huh. and then just like, oh, this is what she'll look like as, you know, let's put, let's put makeup uh-huh. on to make her look like she's 38. Yeah. And that's that's kind of what, like, that's exactly what she kind of turned gotcha. out like. Which is weird. How old is she now? Did not expect to spend 20 minutes talking about Avril Lavigne tonight. Got to tell you. You never know. That's that's the kind of show we um, are. We'll go on those deep tangents. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Avril Levine. You got it for the G is silent. Right. You got it. You got to remember the G is silent in Levine. That's right. Um, she's 37 years old. She's from Belleville, Canada. Is that close to you? I don't think so. She was married to Chad Kroger, uh, 2013 to 2015. That is, I feel like that's in the Nickelback hate time period. Oh yeah, yeah. How do you? How are you married to this fucking guy? Like while everyone else is like, oh, they fuck, fuck this band. Yeah, they're Canadian. Um, they're just nice folks. Canadians. She was also married to somebody named Derek Wibley from Sum Forty One, and that's his name is Busy D. That I don't know. Okay, yeah, he was in Sum Forty One. Um, I guess he still is in Sum Forty One. I don't, I don't know. know. Um, he's four feet tall. He ain't big. Something. He's not a big no. guy. Not a big guy. Well, this has been uh, <laughs> two thousand and one Rock Corner. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed. <laughs> Um, Lance, that's going to do it for tonight. It should. <laughs> it needs to. Um, do you know anybody that loves Avril Lavigne? Besides Clint? <laughs> and your daughter? And my daughter. Both of them, actually. Make sure to tell them about the show. That's how we grow the show, one new skater boy at a time. Um, what's your favorite number? Uh, big f- how many times do you like to listen to Skater Boy in a row? <laughs> big fan of five. Yeah, five times in a row is the, is the right number. Hit us up with a, a five-star rating. Uh, Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify for flicking through Podbean, flick five stars. Um, hit us up on the web, com. Hit us up on all the social bullshits. Facebook, Working Interferences with Josh and Lance. Funny shit for dentists and dental team members. Twitter, at Winter Francis, Instagram, at Winter Francis. Lance can be found on Instagram, at Dear Timmerman DMD. I can be found on Instagram, at Joshua Austin DDS. Mash that follow button. Um, whose turn is it for a song? I don't even remember. That's you. Is it me? So, um, we, speaking of 90s rock, <laughs> we watched a documentary on Sunday on HBO Max called Jagged. Mm. It was about Alanis Morissette's Jagged Little Pill. Okay. And how it basically came out of nowhere and became the biggest rock album of basically the decade. Yeah. It's like when you think of rock albums of the decade, it is Nevermind by Nirvana versus by Pearl Jam and Jagged Little Pill. Like, those are the three. And, like, maybe four would be What's the Story Morning Glory by Oasis. Okay. Like, but it's, like, that's, like, we're talking, like, the upper echelon of, like, greatest albums of the decade. Not just in 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 sales, but, like, I would say in musical impact as well. And so the, the documentary sort of highlights Alanis from um, really a child TV star, which is what she mm-hmm. was. She was on a a Nickelodeon TV show called You Can't Do That on Television as a, like, adolescent, like, mm. kind of pre-teenage. Gotcha. And then through, like, a teenage mu- music star, kind of like a Debbie Gibson or a Tiffany. Yeah. So, deal. she's kind of like a bubblegum pop artist in Canada. Um, and then at some point, like, around 16, starts writing this these songs that are on Jagged Little Pill. And, and, uh, and so then it kind of chronicles that along with the tour in 1996 for, the Jag- for Jagged Little Pill. Mm. And and just the level of fame. And one of the statistics that was in the documentary was that one out of every 10 Americans in 1995 owned Jagged Little Pill. Wow. That is like mystifying today to like yeah. think back on that, right? Like, it, you know, I mean, obviously everything's so fragmented now that, that we'll never have anything like right. that again. But that is just a staggering number. One out of every 10 people in this country owned that album. That's, that's pretty amazing. 
Which and that was like at the time, like you couldn't download right. it, you couldn't just one click it. Whatever, you had to go to a fucking store, and 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 buy it and unwrap it and like, I mean, it was work. It was like it was a, it was a deal, mm-hmm. right? You had to want it. Um, and, and and it just starts going. Th- you know, they basically kind of go through a lot of the songs in the album, and the lyrics are amazing. The music's amazing. It still holds up. It's still really fucking good. Wow. And um, ironically. <laughs> Um, my favorite Alanis Morissette song is not even on that album, <laughs> although it's great. And, and I mean, that album is, is, is unassailable. It's fucking perfect. Um, but my favorite Alanis Morissette song is on her next album, um, which, um, is called, it's got a funny name. Hold on. Um, let me find it. So it was the follow-up album, right? Which is like an impossible task, right? you know? Mm-hmm. It, like to follow up that album is just like, h- how is that ever? Like, how are you ever going to do it? Um, uh, so in 2002, she came up, came out with an album called under rug swept. And so that was, um, Jesus, that was five years after seven years after, you know? Wow. So, um, it's a much different album. Everyone is expecting, you know, I want to know part two, uh, or you ought to know part two. Um, but there's a song in there called hands clean, which is, it's, really really good and it's it's that kind of Alanis where it's just it's it's a little bit like um I got one hand in my pocket uh-huh. you know where it's it's she's not screaming it's just like her singing right um good lyrics good tune basic guitar like nothing crazy um but just a, a, a really great song so I would highly recommend watching Jagged on HBO Max about Alanis Morissette's Jagged Little Pill and then listen to Hands Clean um, do you have a favorite from Jagged Little Pill? I don't. Um, I was a. I I didn't hate her music, but I I don't think I owned any of it. Really? Yeah. So it's ninety five. Mm-hmm. So in ninety five, you're what? Um, I'm twenty five. I'm dental college. School. I'm second year dental. Oh, you're in dental yeah. school. So so in ninety five, I'm sixteen. So you know, we're a little bit apart in age. So I think that, that changes a little bit because Jagged Little Pill is obviously a little bit more rebellious mm-hmm. and, and, and whatnot. And at 25, you're probably not, you know, you're, did you have a kid at that time? Not yet. Not yet. But you were married and or engaged. No, or close. I've been married for two years at that point. So. Okay. Um, yeah. So I could see how it probably wasn't, wasn't your deal. Yeah. But um, if you go back and listen to it, it definitely is. It's definitely like transport. It's definitely a time machine back to like a different right. time, right? Because that that music doesn't get made anymore. But the fact that that's the number one album in the world for like two years yeah. is crazy. And the fact that um, that she's probably at that point in ninety five, ninety six, the best known female musician in the world mm-hmm. is like. It just, that will never happen again. Like we've talked about this before with Counting Crows, right? Yeah. There was some point that Counting Crows were the biggest music band in the world. Mm-hmm. And like that, that music, like it's two fragments and now we'll never get there. And that music will never, never be there again. The same thing is true of this. We'll, we'll never see a female artist reach heights like this. Beyonce is the only one that's ever come close since then. Um, and, and even, even that, like she's never sold the number of albums that Jack and Little Pill sold, but it, it's, it's hip hop. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, you know, it, it, rock will never get to this, this height again. And I would say this is, this has, this has gotta be like the, the 
the pinnacle. This is the apex, like this time period, 92, 93, 94, 95, even into 96. Like that's, that's the pinnacle, I think, of rock and roll. Like it doesn't ever get any higher than that. Where the biggest bands in the world are all rock bands. The biggest radio stations are all rock stations. The biggest festivals are all rock-based festivals. Lollapalooza, right. um, all all that shit. Woodstock '99, all that, all that. You know that that never happens again. That will never happen again. That that moment is gone. And and I think Alanis, I like Alanis Morissette, Jagged Little Pill really captures that moment. That like to me, it just feels like 1995 when I listen to it. And so I. I, I challenge you to hop on Spotify or Apple Music, listen to it front to front to back, like like an album, mm-hmm. like you'd listen to it. And I'd like to know your thoughts on it because it's actually really fucking okay. good. It's really fucking good. It was also one of those CDs. It's it's a CD I remember. It had a secret song. You oh, know yeah. that? Where you'd have to wait. Uh-huh. The only way to get the secret song is like you look at it and you'd be like, fuck, the last song is like 17 uh-huh. minutes. But it actually is only three minutes, but then it's like 15 minutes of silence, yeah. like get to the secret song yeah. or whatever. Um, that's something kids today will never fucking no, understand yeah. that. that. I'm trying deal. to explain to my kids. Like, oh, did, like, did you hear the secret song? You're like, what? No. And like, you'd have to go in and go home and then like fast forward through it to find it because you, you would have turned it off, mm-hmm. you know, before that. Um, that was, again, that's something that people will never, kids yeah. today in a digital world will never fucking understand that. So. Um, I don't know. I'd also be interested in your daughter's take on, on it. Oh. Um, if they've ever heard it, if they've listened to it, because um, they're kind of that age where I think they would identify mm-hmm. with a bunch of shit on yeah. it and um, showed a lot of a, a modern Alanis, um, very sort of suburban soccer mom looking oh. um, bangs and all <laughs> um, like, you know, that blouse with leggings on, you know, just like very, just very like suburban mom. That's like going to drop her kids off for, fucking parents stay yeah. out, you know, in a, uh, Toyota Sequoia, you know, when they run to the, while they run to the grocery store or something right. like just looks like suburban soccer mom. And like, this is the girl who screamed, you know, w- would she go down on you in a theater? Um, <laughs> right. you know, uh, a, a scant 20 years ago, oh. but, uh, anyway, really good movie, really good doc, highly recommend okay. it. And, uh, it's fucking good music, man. It really is like, it stands the test of nice. time. It really does. Not everything does. I, I have, a, I don't, I don't, I don't feel like in twenty years we'll be watching HBO Max and having a, watching a documentary about Cardi B and wet ass pussy. Like I, I don't think it's gonna come on. I don't Probably think we're not. gonna have that. There's not, not gonna be watching a lot of documentaries Audrey about the WAP. It, yeah. <laughs> For Lance Timmerman, I'm Josh Waston. P- peace. Stay fresh, cheese bags. So wise beyond your years I would have been able to control myself If it weren't for my attention You wouldn't have been successful And if if it weren't for me You would never have amounted to very much
keep this to ourselves and not tell any members of our inner posse. I wish I could tell the world, cause you're such a pretty thing when you're done up properly. I might wanna marry you one day if you watch that weight and you keep your firm body. Oh, 